You're listening to R1 News here on Radio 1. Last week, Air New Zealand announced that it would be beginning the largest capital-raising endeavour in the history of the company, setting out to raise over $2 billion New Zealand dollars to support the company as it repays its debts and ramps up operations with the border reopening. As Air New Zealand's flagship carrier, and only major source of rapid transit across most of the country, could big changes to the airline mean big changes for transport across Aotearoa? We're joined live on the phone now by Professor Helen Roberts from the Department of Finance at the University of Otago to break down what the announcement really means. Kia ora, Helen. Kia ora. Thank you, Quentin, for having me on your show. Thank you for joining us. Helen, would you mind breaking down what these renounceable rights offer means? Certainly. So a right is an option. It means that if you already own shares in Air New Zealand, Air New Zealand wants to raise them more what we call capital, which is long-term funding, so money the firm is going to use to help re-establish routes, buy new aircraft and start to get the business up and running again as the COVID regime passes. And that means that in the first instance, as a shareholder, I might like to own more shares in the company when the company is issuing new shares before other shareholders are given the option of buying new shares. And essentially what that does, it protects my voting rights, it protects the proportion of ownership that I have in the company. So these new shares that they will be opening up to current investors, where do they come from? Are they ones that the company already owns? or? Yes, so the company will have had a certain number of shares that will be written into its constitution, So its Articles of Association will say how many shares it's allowed to have on issue and then it's allowed to issue new shares up to that maximum amount. And what these well, what the rights offer does, it says if I'm already a shareholder, I have the right to participate in some of those new share offerings. And so these new share offerings, will they be available to investors that don't already own shares? Initially, no. So there's about a a three-and-a-half-week window where an existing shareholder has the opportunity to say, yes, I want to participate. So for every share I currently own, I'm allowed to buy one new share at 53 cents each. And after that time, well, during that time, if I don't want to participate, I can sell the rights to buy new shares to somebody else, and they can then exercise the opportunity to buy those shares. And then after that, New Zealand will look at how many shares has it been able to sell under the rights offer, and then it may choose to issue some other new shares to shareholders who don't currently own shares in Air New Zealand. And so how do you think shareholders will react to this announcement? Yeah, that's a good question. It will depend to some degree on uh, the risk aversion of the individual, um, the age of that individual in terms of where they see their investment in Air New Zealand being in the next five years, for example. So as a young, a younger investor, I know there are a lot of Sharesies investors out there, and Sharesies has about 6% in Air New Zealand at the moment. Uh, it could be seen as an opportunity to buy at a very low price um, the shares of a company that has a very good reputation in the transport industry with the opportunity to potentially gain from that investment as Air New Zealand begins to re-establish itself as an international air carrier. As an older investor, you might question the ability of Air New Zealand to use new capital to re-establish its business, and it might be that you know a two- to five-year time horizon is, is too long for you, and uh, you might choose to sell your rights and let someone else participate in that capital raise. And so given Air New Zealand's role in transport across the country is the major way of accessing most of the regions, any changes to the airline could have drastic effects for New Zealanders. Is this 
the sign that they're needing to raise more capital. Should New Zealanders be worried about this? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's backed by the government, right? The government is a 51% stakeholder in this business, so I think that gives us uh, some surety that Air New Zealand will continue to provide the service it has provided. It certainly has a very good reputation in the airline industry, and it has proven itself as being a leader, certainly going into United States, Australia, and Asia. So they're the markets where Air New Zealand has traditionally done well and is recognised for the standard of care and the quality of the service it provides. And I think that's something that investors can take heart in. And as with any investment, there is always a risk. So I guess you are having to consider the risk of the success of Air New Zealand going forward relative to the cost of the investment. Um, is, do you believe that this is a sign then that New Zealand needs a publicly owned airline? I think the size of New Zealand has really, to some degree, defined the fact that uh, having an air carrier that can operate completely independently of a large investor like the government is, is very difficult, especially when you suddenly hit periods of time where there is a large amount of uncertainty, such as the COVID pandemic, um, periods where you know price of oil goes up and we need an essential service like a, an air carrier and certainly the government has been a key investor in ensuring that that service continues. So, yeah, I don't think at the moment our economy can support a private air carrier service. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. That was Professor Helen Roberts from the Department of Finance at the University of Otago. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast! You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast!